Welcome to Traveling Light Ministries, where we leave our issues at the feet of the master so we can walk away free. I'm Alicia Neal, also known as King's Kid Neal, and I'm here to bring you love, light, inspiration, and Jesus joy. Today's Monday moment of devotion is time to examine your fruit. Ladies, we are in week five of our nine-week series on the fruit of the spirit. And I'm going to be honest, I have started this podcast over at least 15 times. Y'all, I'm tired. Y'all, I'm like, God, I have other things to do. And God is saying, I totally get that. He says, but I don't want you to give them a regular podcast today. I want you to talk from your heart. I said, okay, God, I can do that. He said, "Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh, I need you to walk in truth today. I need you to help the women see their truth. I said, okay, God, I can do that. I can do that. And as we got into the podcast, I was like, whoa, Lord, you want me to say that? He said, absolutely. Absolutely. The women need to um, walk in their truth. And so do you. I said, okay, Lord, let your will be done and not mine. So I'm going to share my heart today. I need you to understand. I said this to myself as I was uh, working on the podcast this morning that I am determined not to let my fruit rot and go to waste. That's what I said to myself this morning. I said, I do not want to walk around angry, unforgiving, lacking mercy, lacking peace and patience and love and kindness. Lord, I want to be a perfect representation of you. And when I say perfect, I'm not talking about perfect or perfection as the world wants. I'm not talking about aesthetics. I'm not talking about a perfect body. I'm not talking about the perfect shoe or the perfect outfit. Although although those are wonderful things to have, what I'm talking about is being complete and whole in Christ Jesus. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about being perfect. The Bible says, be ye perfect for I am perfect, meaning complete and whole in Christ Jesus, meaning that I have allowed God to work on my fruit that I have allowed him to show me my fruit, have allowed him to show me my ugliness, the error of my ways, how I am ineffective in this fruit, how I am a horrible person when it comes to this fruit, and how he can clean me and cleanse me and wash me and, and help me cultivate the fruit so I can be a better person not only to others, but to myself. I said, wow, Lord, you really want me to give my heart. He said, absolutely. And so this is what God wants for you, ladies. He wants you to take those rotten fruit, those fruit you have not paid attention to in years, those fruit that is hard to do, the fruit of love, especially, the fruit of love. And he wants you to cultivate that fruit. He wants you to pray over that fruit. He wants you to pray for that fruit. He wants you to be that fruit, ladies, so you can be better for you first than to others. But not only that, but he wants you to be a perfect perfect representation of the kingdom. That is what God wants for you and for me. So, so far, ladies, we have covered the fruit of love, the fruit of joy, the fruit of peace, and the fruit of patience. So today we are covering the fruit of kindness. I said, wow, I did not know, Lord, that kindness was this deep 
Okay, I'm 45 years old. Yes, I told my age. Listen, I'm 45 years old. And this podcast thoroughly taught me what kindness is. And so I had to check my fruit. Lord, am I kind? Am I a perfect representation of kindness when people see me? Am I thoughtful of others? And so I'm going to read the definition of kindness and hopefully it will give you a better uh, perspective of what kindness is. Kindness is gentleness. Are you gentle with people? Kindness is helpful. Are you a helpful person or are you that type of person be like, child, that ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm going to stay on over here. That's not kindness. Kindness is being compassionate. Kindness is being thoughtful and merciful. Ooh, merciful. That is not giving the person what they deserve. Mm. I had to think about that because, you know, there are certain situations that I've encountered to where I felt that the person didn't deserve my mercy or God's mercy. And God had to check me and say, girl, I've been so merciful and so kind to you. How dare you? And I had to ask God to forgive me and to help me be kind to others, even when they are not so kind to me. That's not being a punk. That's not being a person who is passive aggressive. That's not what God is saying. God is saying, I need you to be a perfect representation of me. When people mistreat you, absolutely, I need you to take up for yourself. There may be days when I want you to be quiet, when I don't want you to address anything because I'm doing a greater work in that person and in the situation. But then there are moments where I do want you to show mercy, but also say, hey, you're not allowed to do this. And so as we go further, we're going to talk about being kind to ourselves as well. But I need you to listen to this. When God broke this down for me or the Holy Spirit broke this down for me, it really made me think and it really gave me the chance to examine my fruit. The Bible says, let a man examine himself. And yes, that is uh, in the scripture where we're talking about communion. But we are to, this is for everyday life. We are to examine ourselves daily to make sure we are producing good fruit and that we are a perfect representation of Christ. So listen, the fruit of love produces kindness. So listen, when we bring kindness to the table, we are bringing all the fruit to the table. It's like everything that kindness is, is the, are these fruit. And so the fruit of love produces kindness. So how can I love you? Watch this ladies. How can I love you? And not show kindness. And it happens. Because I love my husband dearly. And we're going on 17 years of marriage. October 20th. Yes! And there are days when I'm not kind to him. And let's just be real. There are days where, you know, um, he's not kind to me. And it's like, okay, what is going on? I love him, but I was just so unkind to him. And you know what God told me? He says, what you are doing, because you couldn't produce that fruit of kindness, that you presented a false representation of who you were to your husband or to people you can't be kind with. And you're not operating in the fullness of who you are. And I said, well, Holy Spirit, I need you to break that down for me because I became, I, I'm taking this a certain kind of way. And, and, and the Spirit said, you're supposed to. 
self-examination. Self-examination means that you will, you may get offended. Self-examination is you will walk away like, I'm not that person. I refuse to be that person. God, you know, the Holy Spirit brought that to my attention, but I'm not really that person. And God is saying, yes, you are. Yes, you are. I brought it to you because it's a fruit that is rotten. It is a fruit that is not being attended to. And I need you to fix it because you are not being a perfect representation of who I am to your, to your spouse, to, to other people, to yourself. And you're not representing me well. And so when the spirit was giving me this, I was like, oh my God, there are so many times that I've been unkind and I had to check myself. I had to, God, forgive me. Because I say I love you, but I'm not kind to you. And God is saying that's a false representation. And because all of your fruit are supposed to work accordingly. They work together. They work together. So yes, they're all connected. But when you're coming to the table, kindness is just like that first thing, that, that first person of who you are. And it's like, wow. I didn't think about that because when I approach people, I approach people with kindness and especially people I don't know, because I don't ever want people to feel or leave my presence feeling a certain type of way, feeling ignored or feeling unappreciated or feeling unloved. I don't have even a stranger. I don't ever want anyone to leave my presence feeling that way. And so if I'm kind, I'm loving. If I'm kind, I'm peaceful. If I'm kind, I have joy. If I'm kind, I have patience with you and so forth and so on because we haven't covered the other fruit yet. And I said, wow, remember, I'm talking my heart today. We're not getting into, you know, the teaching as, well, we're kind of sort of, but God is saying, give the people your heart. So th this is what I'm doing, y'all. This was, this was really a lot for me to swallow, for God to say that I was, bringing a false representation of myself. And I'm like, I kind of got an attitude. Like, God, I ain't fake. I ain't phony. And God said, that's not what I'm saying, baby. What I'm saying as a father, I'm showing you that you're not bringing everything to the table. It's just a false representation of who you are. You can be kind. You can be loving. You can bring peace. You can be patient. You just don't want to uncover that fruit. You don't want to cultivate that fruit because it uncovers pain. It uncovers issues. It uncovers situations and people that you have set to the side and refused to deal with. I said, God, wow. And I'm hope, I hope this is helping you today. And if you are offended, I'm okay with that. Because that's a fruit that you need to check, that you need to let God examine, that you need to examine, and that you need to cultivate, pray over, allow to grow in your life so that you can pour that fruit into other people. So listen, the fruit of love produces kindness. The fruit of joy is kindness. If I have joy, I'm always kind. And there are going to be days where I struggle with joy which means there are going to be days that my kindness meter is on low. And so I have to make sure that when that fruit is not operating, that I ask God to help me to operate in full love mode. 
And I know you like, well, you just contradicted what you said. Actually, no, I didn't. Listen, when I have a fruit that is deficient for that day that I can't produce because it's hard, it does not mean that I did not cultivate that fruit, that that fruit did not grow or that it's rotten. It just means what I said. I had a bad day. It's a horrible day. I had a horrible situation. And emotionally and even spiritually, that fruit can't produce anything today. I'm depleted. Lord, my gas tank is on empty. My love tank is on empty. God, my peace tank is on empty. God, I need you to refill me. I need you to help me exercise this fruit. Lord, where I'm lacking spiritually, help me. That's what that means. It's a difference, a big difference when you are having a bad day and you can't produce that fruit as opposed to having not cultivated the fruit at all. Just let it sit and rot. It's a big, big difference. It's a big difference. So moving on. The fruit of kindness produces peace with all men. So if I'm kind, I have peace. If I'm peace, I'm kind. If I have peace, then I'm kind. Some days I am in turmoil with myself, with issues going around, with chaos going around. And it's hard for me to be kind. And so that's when I reach deep down. Because you you all don't know me, but there are some people that do know me. I'm a very peaceful person. I do not like chaos. I do not. I don't like chaos. And so I don't avoid it. I tried, I used to avoid it, but now I learn how to operate it and bring peace to the table and being kind in the words that I say when I'm being peaceful. I hope all of this is making sense. Listen, kindness produces a harmonious flow of who God is. So this is why the fruit of the spirit is very important because it is a representation a perfect representation of who God is. And so the first thing people say when they see us or they come in contact with us or have left our presence is, oh, they were so nice. They were so kind. You don't get people that say, oh, they were so loving. They were so patient and gentle. They were so, they had so much joy. You don't hear that. You hear, oh, they were so nice. They were so kind. Oh, that was so amazing what they did. And so kindness produces a harmonious flow of who God is. So when people see kindness, they see God. They don't even have to know who God is. But it's something that is attracting them to you or to the God in you. And they want that. And that's how you can get your effective witness. Okay, let's move forward because... This, I can go on and on and on. The Holy Spirit saying that. Not me, because I would have shut this down and be like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to uh, produce this podcast. And God is saying, I need you to. Women, we have to, we have to do a self-examination. We have to stop walking around with half fruit, good fruit and rotten fruit. It's not producing anything. It's bringing a false representation of who we are. It's bringing a false representation of who God is. It's bringing a false representation of how the Holy Spirit is operating in our life. So if you end this podcast with an attitude, I lovingly say to you, good, because God has touched the area in you 
that needs to be worked on, that needs to be corrected. There's some rotten fruit somewhere. And God says it's time that we find it. So listen, some people have a hard time being kind. Let's be honest. Some people, you know, they got some fruit going on in them. And it's like, okay, they have some good qualities and some bad qualities. And God is saying, I want to get you to the point where all your qualities are representing me in a good way. And so some people say, I find it hard to be kind. And that happens. Some people just can't be, you know what? I'm going to say this. Some people refuse to be kind. How about that? Because there are some days when I refuse to be kind and God is saying, that is not who I called you to be. Fix it. And I do. And I do. Because it's my fruit. It's me. It's in me. It's who I am. It's who I am. So listen. Let's talk about some ways to help you become kind or to help you operate in kindness. Number one, decide to be kind. Wake up and say you are going to be a kind person today and show your haters wrong. You know, some people just uh, wait on you to walk into the office and see how you're going to operate that day because your attitude is always nasty. You're never smiling. You're never happy. You got certain people who you show love to and then you got some that you just... Let them know you dislike them. Let's turn the tables. Let's work on that fruit of kindness, that fruit of love. How about that? Let's work on that rotten fruit and decide to be kind today. Let's wake up in the morning and every morning and say to yourself, I will be kind. And read scripture on kindness. Pray about being kind and showing love. Because let, let me go back a little bit. There's a, there's a scripture that said, and God says, listen, listen, I love this scripture. How can you say you love me? God, how can you say you love God? And you've never seen me, but hate your brother that you see every day. That is so impossible. It is so crazy. We sit up in church. Remember, we're having a heart to heart. We're sitting in church Sunday after Sunday, and we are receiving the word. We are hallelujahing and we're shouting hallelujahing. I don't know if that's a word, but I just made it one. And we're shouting all over the church and we're falling out and we all pastor preached a good word. But at the end of the day, did we allow that word to manifest inside us? Did we brew over that word? Did we sit over that word and apply it to our life? Especially when it comes to love. How can you say you love God? You've never seen him and you worship him and you honor him and you show up on time for him. And then your brother or sister you hate. That's a rotten fruit. That is a rotten fruit. God says, take care of it. God says, deal with it before he does. And you don't want, listen, you don't want God to jump in and do the thing. You want God to work with you. You don't want to be rebuked or you don't want to be chastised by God for operating in a fruit that is rotten because you're not representing him well. You want to say, God, this fruit is ugly. Thank you for bringing it to my attention. Please help me work on it. And it may not be an overnight process. It may be something that you have to really, really work on. And that's okay. God says, if we just start the thing, I'll help you finish it. I'll take you all the way through it. I'll help you heal. I'll help you discover why you can't love or refuse to love. I'll help you understand why you can't be kind. 
I'll work with you. I'll show you. But you got to have a heart to receive what I'm saying. You got to receive the good and the bad when it comes to God. So listen, number two, look for opportunities to be kind. There's, there's reasons to be kind every day. People dropping stuff. People standing in grocery store lines with uh, carts full of food and you only got three items. Allow the people to go in front of you. You know, just show kindness. Like yesterday, no, day before yesterday, I had went to uh, the gas station and I forgot to close the door to the gas tank. And I'm just riding y'all. I don't know how long I rode, but somebody in the car next to me got my attention and was like, your, your gas um, door is open. And I just jumped out because it was a red light and I closed it, jumped back in. She gave me a thumbs up and she was happy because she showed kindness. And y'all, I received that kindness. I hurry up and jumped out and closed that door. That was an opportunity for her to be kind and she showed it and I received it and I was glad. So look for ways to be kind. Number three, be aware of the kindness around you. People being kind every day. You read about kindness every day. Take a look at it. See what you can learn from it. Ask God to help you discern what's for you out of that video or out of what you read or out of what you've seen. Number four, allow others to be kind to you. Allow others to be kind to you. Don't always think there's a hidden agenda. Discernment will show you that. If you have discernment, and we should all pray for discernment and wisdom and knowledge and understanding, but more so wisdom and, and discernment. So discernment will show you who's false and who's actually sincere about being kind to you. So allow others to be kind to you. And then it helps you to be kind to others. And then number five, ladies, be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Sometimes you, you have to not think about others, not selfishly, but sometimes you got to focus on you. Sometimes you got to do a little self-care and kindness is taking care of you. Listen, here, here are five ways to be kind to yourself. One, compliment yourself. Compliment yourself. Stand in the mirror when you're fully dressed and say, you know what? Or if you're not fully dressed, have you on a roll? You know what I'm saying? And, and tell yourself how beautiful you are. Look at your hair and say, I rock this hairstyle today. Look at your nails and say, yes, honey, they blinging, they beautiful. Look at your shoes and say, baby, I can't wait to rock these because I am going to be the look of the meeting. When I walk in the meeting, they're going to be looking at my shoes and honey, I'm going to be strutting my stuff. Compliment yourself. Number two, treat yourself. Go get a haircut. Go get your nails done or do your nails yourself. Y'all, we have so much available to us, especially for those like myself who can't get their nails done. I have learned to do my own nails and they look so cute. I show pictures all the time on Facebook. Take yourself to a, your favorite restaurant. You don't always have to have the family with you. Sit down, think, write down some thoughts. Or just enjoy yourself by yourself. Number three, don't let anyone mistreat you. That's being kind to yourself. So when we're bringing kindness to the table and people are not so kind to us, God says, I still need you to be kind, but you don't have to be a pushover. You don't have to be passive aggressive in certain situations. Now, there are situations where God says, I need you not to say anything. The Holy Spirit's like, shh, 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 I need you to shut that down. You're not about to produce any fruit. 
It's about to get ugly. That's not being passive aggressive. That's not um, being a pushover. That's being obedient to the Holy Spirit. And so don't let anyone mistreat you. You don't have to do that. Number four, pray for yourself. That's how you could be kind for yourself. To my intercessors out there and me, pray for yourself. You are just as important as the people that you pray for. You're just as valuable as the people that you pray for. God wants to hear about you too. He knows, but he wants to hear your voice about you. He wants you to bring your petitions and your prayers and your hurt and your pain to him just as you did the other people. So be kind to yourself and pray for yourself. Number five, celebrate everything. That's how you can be kind to yourself. Here's my quote. Life is worth celebrating. Celebrate it often. Yes, that's that's what I say. After this year of um, having multiple surgeries and emotional things going on and um, just life happening this year, I said that God gave me that quote. The spirit gave me that quote. Life is to be celebrated. Celebrate it often. So each t- every time you find a reason to celebrate, celebrate it. Birthdays, Christmas, Thanksgiving. Uh, if you like to decorate for Halloween, decorate for Halloween. I'm not saying celebrate Halloween, but you know, sometimes we're festive. When, ladies, we like to be festive and we like to decorate. Let's be real. You know, like, I, 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 we, we, I'm talking my heart today. I'm not talking about anything that we don't do. Because I've decorated when my my Zion was little. She's 13 now, about to be 14. But when she was a little girl, she loved Halloween. And although we went to we went to church and we taught her um, what Halloween was and wasn't and how that's not a holiday and how we as Christians don't celebrate it. I still carved her a pumpkin. I still dressed her up and sent her to school so she can have fun and it was not a celebration for me. And some people don't agree with that. I'm okay with that. You know, I'm okay with that. But listen, I want to get off task here. There are health benefits to being kind. Absolutely is. There are health benefits to being kind. So I was watching, not watching, I was reading the uh, Huffington Post, right? And I've always gotten pertinent information from Huffington Post. I've used Huffington Post when I was in um, postgraduate school when I was getting my bachelor's degree. And that was like one line of communication from the internet that I received that was true that, you know, teachers or professor were like, okay, we're going to accept this because, you know, it's one of the good online pieces of information out there. So I said all that to say this, you can count on this being good information. So listen, and true. So there are health benefits to being kind. One, kindness makes you happier. If you are kind to other people, it makes you happy. I don't know about y'all, but when I'm kind, I sit and I reflect on it. I'll be like, man, I felt good. That felt good. Let me tell y'all. And we're 27 minutes in. I'm way over my time. But listen, there was this one time I had um had a lot of, you know, a lot of money. I had to, I could splurge this time. And I saw this lady in her car as I pulled into uh, Burger King. 
and she was looking for change. You know, ladies, I know that look where you just pulled over looking to make sure you got enough. And so I brought my stuff and I said, did the lady behind me order? She said, yeah. I said, could you pay for her stuff for me? She was like, oh my God. And she told me what she, I was like, I don't care what she ordered. Pay for it. Y'all, I pulled out of that parking lot like I was so rich. <laughs> I was so excited. I Man, that kindness meter just went in overload. I was so excited. It made me so happy to do something for somebody else. And especially because I hadn't, I wasn't financially able to do anything like that for people in a while. So it just made it so much better. Number two, kindness gives you a healthier heart. Kindness is often accompanied by emotional warmth. I don't know about y'all, but I felt that warmth of being kind. So emotional warmth produces a hormone called oxytocin. It produces it in the brain and throughout the body. Listen, y'all, oxytocin is a love hormone. That's that warmth you feel. That's that, that tickling sensation you feel of being kind. That's that oxytocin flowing through your body. And that's love. Love. So even scientists are saying you cannot have kindness without feeling love or like without being love. So come on, y'all. Kindness, number three, slows aging. I've seen people who have aged from being bitter, unkind, unforgiving, unmerciful, selfish. I've seen them aging and bitter, having the look of being bitter. I've seen it. And it is such such a hurting feeling for me when I see that. When all they have to do is sit down with God and release. Just release the best way they can. God said, if you just give me one step, I'll take the rest. Number four, kindness makes relationships better. It does. It does. When I'm kind to my husband and he's kind to me, even after we've had an argument, it makes the relationship so much better. It does not cost anything to be kind, y'all. It doesn't. Kindness is within the soul. Kindness is intertwined with all of your emotions. And so, ladies, all you have to do is dig deep and find that fruit and operate in it. Three things before I go. One, exercise your fruit. Two, I love you. Three, There's nothing you can do about it. God bless you and have a great day.